Super Talk Mississippi media production. This is Rebecca Turner, and thank you for listening to the Good Things Podcast here on Super Talk Mississippi. Previously recorded. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. Well, I'm going to Mississippi. Mississippi, here I come. You're listening to Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and things to do. Now, now, here's Rebecca. Good afternoon, Super Talk Mississippi. You are tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the good things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. We are joined by Rhino in studio this afternoon. And today is a good day to plan your very own one-of-a-kind Mississippi trip. You can do that over at visitmississippi.org. And you guys know that we love to highlight all the good small businesses in Mississippi. And behind every successful local business, there are hardworking men and women with stories to share. So today, we get to dive behind the scenes of Ace Bolt and Screw Company. And joining us is the future of Ace Bolt and Screw. We have with us Michael, Blake, and Kayla Clark. So welcome, y'all. Hi, thanks. It's good to have you here. Okay, so I know, Kayla, you weren't around in 1969, but let's go in the Wayback Machine of maybe some of the stories or at least what you know of about um, how Ace Bolton Screw came to life. So I do know it happened in 1969. So how did your grandfather and a friend create what is now Ace Bolton Screw? Sure. Yeah, they actually worked together at a Bolton Screw place um, in North Carolina. Statesville, North Carolina, I believe. So they met each other, um, decided, I don't honestly know how they decided on Jackson. I think it was a location issue. Um, They liked how we were kind of in the middle of a bunch of different places, but made a couple of pit stops, ended up in Jackson, started the business together. So, um, you know, they, they ran the business together until about 2003. So, and then um, our papa's partner passed away unfortunately so that's when we became family business family owned and operated business okay so michael i'm going to ask you the question about fastener because i know that it started in 69 all around this idea of of being a fastener shop or whatever i don't even know what one is so what is a fastener we're a wholesale fastener distributor we uh fasteners nuts bolts flat washers lock washers anything really that'll hold something together so that is a whole sort of subset industry in and of itself because someone like me who doesn't necessarily understand construction or equipment or anything like that, it baffles me that there can be like an entire shop for fasteners, but I guess there's a lot of people who need them, huh? A lot. A lot of manufacturing out there all across the country. So that's where it got its start, which I know we're going to get into some of the rest of Ace Bolt and Screws story, which is it's way more than just fasteners, bolts, and screws today. But it is a third generation company, and you guys here on Good Things with Us is the th- are or is whatever the proper English is the third generation. So that means that you got the privilege of growing up as a small business owner's kid. So Kayla, I'm going to start with you. What are some of your memories of maybe weekends at the store or within the warehouse? Or just what was it like being a small business owner's kid? Yeah, I remember when I was little, I would get so excited when my dad would say, for whatever reason, the alarm was going off or it was raining hard or whatever. And we had to go down there to check on things. Um, You have 
absolutely no idea how fun a copy machine is to a four-year-old. Um, I would love to copy my face and my hand. Um, I would stand on the dolly and make my dad push me around the aisles in the warehouse. So warehouse can actually probably dangerous, but there weren't forklifts going. No one was working. So um, super fun place for a kid for sure. Okay, Michael, heavy, heavy machinery. You know, most young boys at four, five, six, whatever, they have the little Tonka trucks that they get to play with. But it feels like you guys had access to at least some mischievousness, mischievousness, whatever, around some of the fort lifts or whatever. Are there any good memories of being able to drive one maybe before you got your driver's license? <sighs> no, not really. Our grandfather wasn't, wasn't much about that. So, uh, no, he was very... Uh, he was super strict on certain things like that, so really didn't, I don't believe I touched a forklift until I was certified by one of our employees at the time. Well, I think there's a story, Blake, I'm calling you out on this one, that maybe you got the end of Pawpaw's strictness because you picked up your sister, is this correct, and put her on a forklift? I'm assuming oh, it yeah. wasn't moving and you lived to tell the story and it's, you know, past the yeah, point she, of getting in trouble now. She uh she needed to get to a top shelf in the warehouse. We had some um some documents, some accounting documents stored on the top shelf and uh we had a man lift at the time that we had to pick up with a forklift. So uh I picked her up uh to the very, very top shelf of the warehouse with the man lift and um as I was bringing her back down she got up there and did whatever she had to do and I was I was bringing her back down, I looked behind me and Papa was behind me just staring at me. And he was the type of guy, he would never say anything to you right then and there. He would also, he would always wait, you know, an hour or two and call, call you into his office. So uh, he, he just looked at me and he walked away with his head down. So I knew I was in trouble. And about two hours later, he called me into his office and he says, we never pick up females with a man lift in the warehouse. I was like, yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so. sir. But those, are, but those are sort of the stories, you know, to be told. And every every kid has their, uh, has their moment where they don't necessarily think about the safety concerns that obviously I know your papa was there at the warehouse of Ace Bolton's crew when it first started. You guys call him Papa, but to the world, what was his, what was his name? Uh, his name was Randall. <clears throat> Excuse me. That's okay. His name was Randall, uh, Randall Clark. So Randall Clark to you guys is definitely Pawpaw. Okay, Kayla, so now that we have a little idea of how, well, and I eat stern and strict and just straightforward and straight laced that maybe uh, Pawpaw Clark was, I need to know about the flamingos because I hear that maybe you brought out the fun side of Pawpaw Clark or maybe you forced the fun <laughs> side to Pawpaw Clark there. Um, for a special reason. For sure. Um, no, he, he was definitely fun, but definitely stern, strict, a little intimidating. But his very best friend owned a bolt manufacturing company in Birmingham. So I believe the deal was that Mr. Hugh wanted to do this for Papa. So, but we were just the ones that had to do the work. So Mr. Hugh called in, I think it was Papa's 65th birthday. So he had 65 plastic flamingos delivered to the office after Papa had left one day. And we were stuck putting flamingos up all over the office. So it was one of those things where that next day um, he came in and wasn't thrilled, but, you know, had his laughs a little later and stuff that there were flamingos all over the office for sure. How but long did those flamingos get to hang out at Ace Bolton's crew? Oh, maybe like a day. Oh, um, wow. I was thinking yeah. like within hours you guys were going to be on Flamingo <laughs> Cleanup Crew. It wasn't very long. Well, yeah, yeah we pretty quickly were at least getting them away from where customers could see the flamingos. <laughs> 
But well, and it's also a good story, a good story too for for your customers. But talking about getting on that task of cleaning up flamingos, Michael, when was the first time that maybe you guys went from just hanging out around the warehouse to okay, this is your first job? You became maybe employees of Ace Bolton Screw. Started part time my freshman year of high school, and I went full time in 2006 when I graduated high school. We had to take it very serious from the very beginning, even when we were part-time. Were there questions of, you know, being the third generation, there's always a lot of pressure in family-operated businesses for that next generation to take it to the next, you know, next level or just continue it forward. Were y'all ever given the option to maybe become doctors or lawyers or, you know, sure. whatever it may be? But sure. was it like... <laughs> Is an easy decision for you guys was, to be the third I think it generation. Was an easy decision, We're correct. Now we could have done whatever we wanted to do in life, my kids, and so can Blake's. But um, uh, no, it was it was pretty easy for all three of us. It wasn't much to think about. So, Kayla, when it comes to the to the point that the business is uh, nuts, bolts, screws, fasteners, we're going to learn there's other products there now. What drew you to maybe making this your career? Not that girls can't play with tools, too. That don't start sending me hate here on good things. But but it would just feel less of a traditional route for, for you. Right. And, yes, girls totally can play with tools. Not really me, though. Definitely not that kind of girl. Um, to kind of speak on what Michael was talking about, we were most definitely given the option to be whatever we wanted to be, you know, do whatever we wanted to do. But, um, and the good thing for us also growing up was we all, we didn't know the company was going to be our family company. You know, Papa had that partner until Michael and I were in oh, high school. So, um, you know, so we had no idea that, you know, this was some, we didn't grow up assuming that we were going to go work there. So anyways, I had taken an accounting class freshman year of high school and decided pretty quickly that I either wanted to do accounting or work in sports medicine, but I oh, either... That's two totally different, <laughs> totally different. girlfriend. And I was very strict. I was only going to work on sports medicine if I could get a job for the Saints or Ole Miss. So, um, you know, but anyways, yeah, I fell in love with accounting. So the warehouse that, you know, I started off in the warehouse and all that, that was just an avenue to get to accounting. Um, we had an accounting manager at the time who had been there since two years after the company was formed or something like that, Miss Anna, and she was amazing. But she pretty quickly let me know she was waiting on me to get out of school so she could retire. Well, and that, and that, and she did. And then you were able to step into those shoes. And don't worry, we're not going to leave Blake out of his story of how he decided to take part in the third generation of Ace Bolton's group. But we've got more coming up next. This show was previously recorded. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. A slight chance of rain today, mostly sunny skies, high near 90 degrees. Tonight, partly cloudy, low around 74. Your Saturday, a 30% chance of rain, mostly sunny, high near 91. And for your Sunday, mostly sunny conditions, a beautiful day, high near 92. 
This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. 144 Tactical Defense in Florence is your one-stop shop for AR-15s, parts, and accessories. They have a certified in-house Cerakote facility, and they offer a 100% lifetime warranty with on-site gunsmiths and master machinists ready to tackle any project you have. They're working day and night to keep up with the demand. Visit 144 Tactical and see the changes and get entered in a drawing for a free Guardian rifle of your choice. 144 Tactical Defense in Florence, where custom is our game. You're listening to Super Talk Mississippi, the home of Ole Miss Sports, brought to you in part by All Britain's Jewelers, Diamonds, Watches, Specialty Gifts, and more. Your family-owned full-service jewelers since 1920. Visit All Britain's Jewelry in their new location on Old Canton Road behind Highland Village. This is JT. If you're like me, you like to deal with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954, and they're headquartered in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks, 1-800-647-8540, or on the web, MajesticMetalsINC.com. I had a terrible fever and my foot wouldn't stop aching. That's what brought me to St. Dominic's. First time I'd been in the hospital since I was eight. I found out my diabetes was out of control and I might actually lose my foot. But the team at St. Dominic's performed three surgeries over 12 days to keep that from happening. So I'm still walking and my diabetes is under control. That's how St. Dominic's got this sales rep back on the road doing the job I love. St. Dominic's. Skilled hands. Compassionate hearts. As the calendar has flipped to June, your Mississippi Braves start a 12-game homestand June 15th at Trustmark Park. The first place Birmingham Barons are first up June 15th through 20th with Park in the Park and First Responders Day on Tuesday and Wednesday. Then on Thursday, June 17th, it's Mississippi State Night with Thirsty Thursday $2 beers and sodas plus $5 tickets when you wear your Bulldogs gear to the box office window. Early arriving fans on Friday, June 18th will get a beach towel presented by Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Mississippi. Featuring a panoramic photo of Trustmark Park. Saturday, June 19th is Parrothead Night with a post-game Jimmy Buffett-themed fireworks show. Then on Sunday, it's Family Fun Day on June 20th with special pre-game Father's Day catch on the field. Plus, as always, the post-game kids run the bases. Join the Embrace this season with a flex plan or plan your group outing. For tickets and a full list of promotions, visit MississippiBraves.com or call 888-BRAVES-4. Mississippi Braves Baseball. Let's play. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. This show was previously recorded. Mississippi has so many good places for you and your family to eat, stay, and play. Take a little time today to go to visitmississippi.org to explore a little more. And you can listen to good things on supertalk.fm. We are streaming live there. But if you've taken the time to download our Super Talk Mississippi app on your tablet or your devices, you can stream us anywhere from there. But the best way to listen each day is always on your local Super Talk Mississippi radio station, which you can get anywhere across the state. And we want you to support your local businesses all across the state. And we're continuing our conversation today with Ace Bolt and Screw Company, which started in Jackson in 1969 and is now a third generation family owned business. 
business with expansions to Tupelo, Atlanta, and even Gladstat. Before we get into that, though, I have to round back to Blake because I feel like, Blake, maybe you just didn't want to get left out on that third generation part because you have Kayla and Michael, a little bit older than you, that went ahead and decided that the family business was going to be their extended career. So how did you get, I don't want to say sucked in, but screwed into <laughs> the family line of work? Yeah, I started when I was 16, um, working summers and holidays, and I just knew right away, you know, the just, you know, feeling a part of it. You know, the family was, you know, it's, I guess a, a, I had a strong tie to it because, you know, it's family owned and by my family. And um, and then I, I went to, I was working all through summers and holidays, uh, all through high school. Uh, spring break was out of, always out of the question for me. So, uh and then I went to college, and uh, I got out, and around the time I was graduating college, um, a purchasing job was opening up. Um, we had a guy leaving, and so uh, um, I stepped into the purchasing role, and now here I am. So, How long have you been, or how long have all of y'all been with the company full-time? Or I would say you would be the baby. Fifteen years? So well, full-time? Um, Six, seven. Six, seven sort of years, or at least the last decade, would easy be able to say with you guys? Same, yeah. M me also, Blake and I both went to Ole Miss. So I went to Ole Miss first, got some of that accounting business background, and started working full-time after that. So... 10 years or so for me. Well, I was just trying to do the math in my head, and Michael, you can you can speak to this, because I think it's 2007, you guys decided to, the family decided to expand Ace Bolton Screw into Tupelo, which it's one thing to be a successful one-location business, which you guys were thriving here in the local metro area, but it's another thing to say, hey, let's, let's replicate this, you know, in a different town, different building, different everything. So what kind of work goes into getting a new location like Tupelo up and running? A lot. Um, a lot. Uh, we were very fortunate, though. We have a really good manager of that store up there, and uh, all of that just worked out great. About two years, the dads took turns going up there for a couple of weeks at a time and would stay. Um, so, but like I said, it's a lot that goes into it. Um, but we're getting a little bit better at it because we're opening more of them. You open more of them, and then I think next came Atlanta. I'm trying to figure out my... So that's right. the one that, I mean, you guys may not know everything that was being discussed around, you know, the board table there to make those decisions, but <coughs> you have Jackson, you have Tupelo, and then you're going to take that, you know, Southern hospitality and pride all the way to Atlanta. So why was, or how did Atlanta come into the picture? Again, personnel, I would have to say. We had a... Uh, uh, our manager of that store um, that worked for another company, a very large company, um, and uh, way bigger than us. And it was just one of those deals. We just we came to work for us, and we had to do it. It was just one of those things. Well, going back to the beginning where you guys were founded off of fasteners and nuts and bolts and screws, which, again, to me, it's like, oh, wow, there's a whole subset industry that needs all those things daily. You've got construction going on all over the country, so it feels like, okay, well, there are going to be people who are going to need those things, reliable source of those things, no matter where it's at. But it comes back down, too, to customer service and then, you know, the employees, which, Michael, you've spoke on twice about having good people in place in these different areas that's been able to expand that ace bolt and screw you know uh, story beyond just here centrally located and i was reading through and man many of your employees have been there 
25, 30, 40 years. Y'all have only been in business for 50. So that really speaks to the, the culture there within, um, within the business. Is that very important? Has that always been, you know, something that the, the pawpaws and the dads and all have tried to keep is this cult, this good culture for the employees? That's everything. Um, that, in a nutshell, um, we they made very good hires years and years ago. We've actually just had two recently um, that have retired with 43 years. Um, we have another one that is uh, getting ready to do the same thing, same amount of years. Um, we, I truly believe, and I think Helen Blake will tell you, we've have in our industry and in our size company, we have some of the best in the country at what we do by far. Um, and the beauty of it is, they were raised in it. They knew nothing about it when they were hired and worked all of them started out in the warehouse and just worked up through the ranks and uh, even some of the guys that have gone on and left and gone and worked different places we've had a great crew for a really long time. Kayla I was looking through y'all's uh, social media feed and I saw one of those retirements and I think it was maybe closer back to uh, the last holiday season but Mr. Mike Williams and he had been there for 43 years and man the smile on his face it just looked like he felt like family to to you guys. Right for <laughs> sure I, I actually do a lot of the hiring and when I'm hiring new people I was going through an orientation this morning with someone and one of the things I say is when, when you start working here, whether you want to or not, you're joining our family. Um, you know, Mike is one of them, and, you know, we had Dino before him, and we've got Don coming up this year. I mean, you've got to remember, those guys have worked there since our dads were in middle school. So, I mean, they are family. We've known them our whole lives. So I tell everybody all the time, they're like uncles to us. So, I mean, we, we have great people. And that's also a testament to being able to expand in other places, sort of being um, being successful. But I go back to remembering you guys were also before you before you became the third generation leaders, which of Ace Bolton Screw, which here on Good Things we have Blake, Kayla, and Michael, who will be. Y'all were just employees. So did you get treated like normal employees by Paw Paw and the staff? Oh, one hundred percent. Um, yeah, no, I, I tell people all the time, Blake's wife recently, I was talking to her about it and I'm like, I didn't have the type of grandfather that gave me or bought me or any, I can speak for all of us in this sense, whatever we wanted. Um, we weren't given things, we were given a job and I, I don't know if he would have really fired us or not, but <laughs> I had no doubt in my mind. He at least convinced me that he would have fired us. He would have sent us home. <laughs> yeah, it would, uh. It was very serious to him. Um, it was never a game. It, it was always very serious. He loved his job. He loved his work. He built it. Him and his partner built it from nothing. Um, so it was always very serious, and we've, we've always had to. Uh, there was no no playing around. Okay, Kayla, I have I do have a story though that you went to Papa and asked for a raise, like every good employee <laughs> would do. But just how did how did that how did he handle that for you? Not great. Um, but these yeah. are learning moments, though. I think, though, that, I mean, because uh, set the stage. How old were you? Okay, I had completed my first semester freshman year at Ole Miss. Okay, so you were, like, 19. Yeah. 18 yeah, or 19? Eight, 18. 18 okay, and a so half, it's not like you're a grown woman with... No, yeah. no, no, no. So, super young, and the deal was, you know, when I was off at school, I was responsible for paying for, you know... Food and gas, you know, grove dresses, everything. So I realized really quick I was going through my money pretty fast. It's funny and, how that happens. Right? Um, you, um, I realized I wasn't going to make enough during Christmas break to last me all of second semester. 
So I get this bright idea to go to Papaw. So I go up to him and I'm like, so I'm in college now, which probably didn't help my case, but I'm in college now and I've realized that other, I'm still making minimum wage. So I'm like, you know, people that work at fast food restaurants are making more money than I am. And nothing, they do an awesome job. No, no definitely fine. not meaning You were just making your case <laughs> to Papa. Uh, I was trying. I'd been there at this point for four or five years, still making minimum wage. Um, so Papal told me that if that were the case, I could go get a job at a fast food restaurant. <laughs> and I said, yes, sir, and turned around and walked out. <laughs> no, but I, lo- I, I love that for, for several different reasons. Number one, I think we've all been 18 wanting to make more money than we were. I think we're all in our probably late 30s wishing we were making more money um, um, than we were. But hey, at least you had the, you know, the tenacity to, to go to him and ask. But again, that goes back to what we're learning here on Good Things about Paul Paul Clark's, you know, mentality was if you, well, then if you think the grass is greener, go for it, but you're going to work, you know, for it here at Ace Bolton Screw. Um, speaking to, though, just the fact that people also have misconceptions about small businesses, even if they look successful on the outside, that, oh, man, your family must just be rolling in the dough um, because because of it. But it sounds like that you guys were raised to at least respect what you earned. Definitely. We definitely were taught the value of a dollar for sure. For sure. Any, uh, any Blake or Michael, did y'all ever go in for a raise conversation or did, did Kayla sort of set the stage for? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> they learned from my mistakes. Um, I never asked for a raise, but I did ask for money one day. And that didn't go too well either. So I was uh, I was down in Destin, spring break, college, and uh, run out of money. And I thought it was a good idea to call and ask. He didn't like that idea very much. I called and asked my daddy for money one time, and he sent me back what it would be with 6% interest. <laughs> and I paid every dime of what I got from him and every bit of that interest as well. So sometimes all of life lessons are bought in, paid for. And we're going to continue this conversation with Blake, Kayla, and Michael Clark coming up next here on Good Things. This show was previously recorded. Spring cleanup can be easy, fun, and affordable with the all-star John Deere compact tractor package from Mississippi, Arkansas Ag. The John Deere 3025E tractor plus loader, box plate, rotary cutter, and a trailer will keep you ahead of the game at just $293 per month with 0% financing for 72 months. Leave it up to us or visit any of our 16 locations or agup.com for more information. Offer ends 8321. Some exclusions apply. See dealer for details. Pool tables, ping pong, poker, classic arcades, football, sports decor, even kitchen and bar stools. You'll find it all at Game Room Gallery. Game Room Gallery has plenty to choose from during this time you're home to help make many more memories with your family. With specials on classic arcades and pool sticks too. Let Game Room Gallery bring excitement to any room in your home. Game Room Gallery, Ridgewood Road, just north of County Line. For more, call 601-853-7777. That's 601-853-7777. Online at gameroom-gallery.com. Summer's here. Are you ready for a vacation? How about a vacation from your car payment? 
June is vacation time at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. That's right. We're offering no payments for the entire summer. When you purchase a new Mitsubishi, come in now. Pay only $1.99 per month on new 2021 Mitsubishi Mirage G4s. We have the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Eclipse Cross and the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander in stock right now. And make no payments for the entire summer. Plus, you can buy with confidence with a 20-year, 250,000-mile powertrain warranty from Ridgeland Mitsubishi. Bad credit, no credit, it doesn't matter. Our credit specialists work hard to get you approved, no matter your past credit history. 100% credit approval is our number one goal. Bring us your trade. We'll give you a top dollar for it. So if you're ready for a vacation, then get to Richland Mitsubishi for no payments for the entire summer. Richland Mitsubishi, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. 1860 East County Line Road. Call 896-9600 today or visit RidgelandMitsubishi.com. Remember, you're approved at Richland Mitsubishi. Mitsubishi G4, stock number 1795 at 19.99 down, 31% for 84 months. You deal for tails with approved credit. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Celebrating our 40th anniversary at Cock of the Walk. Voted the best catfish in Mississippi with our grilled or fried catfish along with greens, coleslaw, and a skillet of our homemade cornbread. With locations on the Reservoir, Pocahontas, and one mile from the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville, Tennessee. Catfish, hush puppies, and fried dill pickles. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. I like chicken. I like fish. I like hush puppies. I love it. Catfish is excellent. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Hello, my name is John Merrill, the owner of Amada Senior Care. We're your local trusted advisor for senior home care. We provide experienced caregivers for your loved ones so they can remain in their home. Just like you would care for your loved ones, our employees provide assistance with their personal care needs. As your trusted senior advisor, I can help your family navigate the long-term care insurance process. Just call me, John Merrill with Amada Senior Care, for your free in-home consultation, 601-864-3752. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. A standoff that lasted for almost 24 hours in Biloxi, and now a man is dead from an apparent self-inflicted gunshot wound. Police identified him as 54-year-old John Anthony Little. He had barricaded himself in his mother's home Wednesday night after allegedly shooting a man in the arm and kidnapping another woman. A full investigation is underway. MEMA Director Stephen McCraney has been touring the northern parts of the state that are dealing with flooding and a lot of washed out roads. When you, when you take three days of solid rain, uh, some areas uh, you know up, up about 16 inches uh, and even above, uh, that, that's got to go somewhere. The National Weather Service says there is still rain in the forecast, but not the kind of heavy rains responsible for the flooding in that area. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Kelly Bennett. Bad internet is bad for business. We've all been there. Lagging video chats, slow downloads. Oh, come on! It's just not a good look. Instead, call Ceasefire Business. Our local experts deliver gigabit speeds backed by thousands of miles of fiber for the fastest, most reliable internet around. Period. No excuses, no apologies. Just fiber fast internet that works. Ceasefire Business. See how our fiber solutions can help power your success at ceasefirebusiness.com. Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. Join us every day for the college football fix driven by Ford. Ford builds the SUVs and trucks of the future for everyone, like Explorer and Expedition. These SUVs are built to command the road. And the 2021 Ford F-150, smart, tough, and built to get the job done. Because the vehicles of the future aren't built for a few, they are built for America. Drive one at your local Mississippi Ford dealer today and don't miss the college football fix driven by Ford. 
The JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Guiding you through the middle of your day with facts, fodder, and fine music. Weekdays at 10 on Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fm. Keeping you up to date with news, weather, and politics that affect you and your family. Super Talk Mississippi News. Your news all the time. On air and online. Super Talk Mississippi News at supertalk.fm. This show was previously recorded. For free, all you need to do to plan a Mississippi adventure can be mailed to your home. Just go to visitmississippi.org to learn a little more. And there's more content from Super Talk Mississippi on our new YouTube channel. Just search Super Talk Mississippi on YouTube. Or you can go to supertalk.fm slash YouTube and subscribe for free to get the latest scoop on what's happening in your state with news, politics, sports, and of course, the good things. And I think it is a good thing that Ace Bolt and Screw is on their third generation of being a company ran or family owned company right here in our state. And I guess to and beyond there in Atlanta, Georgia, we're talking to the future owners, Kayla, Michael, and Blake, who are already vested in, in the company and what it's doing. But we keep talking about the fact, Michael, you schooled us in the beginning that it's fasteners that got this all started and nuts, bolts, and screws. But now you guys have expanded not only locations, but also products. So who brought this new fresh perspective to different merchandise um, to Ace Bolt and Screw? Uh, our dads. Um, they had a, a dream years ago when they were a kid of kind of like a hardware store type deal. Yeah. And um, not that. But anyway. Um, where, where people could come in and be storefront versus right. a warehouse. That's right. And I, it's I a different think they're kind of living out their dream now. And we, we sell all kind of anything from power tools to we've got some quick creek stuff, uh, pine straw. Um, we've got. Oh, I need of, five bells. A little bit of everything. To be honest, Glug Store's got it. Glug Store has our it. Our co-op so. is. I was like, our co-op is out of it. Yeah. We're, we're out right now. There's a big shortage on it right now. Um, <laughs> now I know somebody. Um, but go. no, but these are things that people. And I think we we've spent the majority here on good things talking about the third generation, which is you guys. But oh my gosh, there's that second generation, which were your dads who kept it kept it going and even started the expansion and had their own ideas and dreams and visions for for the company. And I think we all have those local hardware stores in our towns where you go in and if you're like me, you take the screw off the whatever and you go, I need this to be replaced. I don't know the name of it. And so you don't get that kind of feel um, with a warehouse. So I think it's cool that you guys have been able to sort of, of, of merge the two. So Kayla, when you think about your dads and what they did to take it to the next. I know you're there um, in accounting and sort of behind the scenes. What's it like, though, to see people coming in, having a storefront, getting to know your customers as much as you get to know your employees? Yeah. Um, no, it's great. We we love it. We we love that we have that feel. And, you know, our dads have um, completely renovated 
everything. So it makes us super proud when, you know, even different vendors walk in and they're like, wow, this showroom is awesome. Um, you know, it makes us glow with pride for sure. So if people are listening to good things and they're thinking, okay, right now you have a Tupelo here in Mississippi, Tupelo location, you've got the Jackson location, you've got the Gludstadt location. If I walk into Ace Bolt and Screw off the street and I don't need, I don't just need five bells of hay specifically, <laughs> I mean, not hay, um, pine straw specifically, um, what else, I mean, what else can I just stop, pop in and look for if I don't have like a big job site on my mind? Yeah, um, Blake can speak a little more towards that. He actually buys all the stuff that goes, you know, well, to our to our sales counter. So that's part of what he does. But I think it's a little bit of everything. We have um, Dewalt, Milwaukee, Makita power tools. We carry Gear Wrench, um, Apex brands, Gear Wrench. Um, we got Linux, um, whole saws, sawzalls, um, just about any industrial type. Uh, hardware you can think of, um, concrete drill bits, uh, metal drill bits. I mean, the list goes on and on. And on. So you're like a kid at a candy factory when you go to like, do you? I mean, do you get to go to market, Blake, kind of like the girls do for home decor, but with power tools? <laughs> well, I do. I do go to Las Vegas uh, once a year. Uh, that's mostly for the nuts and bolts side of things. But yeah, there are trade shows that we go to, and we see the newest and the greatest and the. I think it was back Christmas where we had you guys in um, talking about good um, gifts and steals and or, or and one of the most popular was the um, battery operated mini blower. I think I ruined someone's Christmas um, <laughs> there on good things because they were they were sort of getting it for it. But it was be something that you would never think of that would be so handy that you could get somewhere like at Ace um, at Ace Bolt and Screw. So, and I know when you walk in, you're meted at a counter, right? Like you would anywhere else you would go to sort of answer all of your needs. We've got Father's Day literally just around the corner. Um, so in the three Mississippi locations, I mean, can they come in and get a good gift for dad? Oh, absolutely. Um, Glugstat. Glugstat is mostly just that type item, uh, the, 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 the tools and the, and the walk-in, the sales, what I would call the sales counter type items. Uh, there, there's nuts and bolts there, but not, not the, the bulk, large quantities. Um, but every location is set up similar or very, very, very similar. Um, laid out maybe a little bit different, but the same principle, the same products in every store. So, and it feels like we're that Ace Bolt and Screw is slowly taking over Mississippi. Are there dreams and visions of more shops popping up? Oh yeah, we're not stopping. We're very aggressive in growth, and growth, we're we're seeing a lot of growth in the industrial, in the hand tools, in the in the tool side of things, and uh, so there will be more stores like Luxstat, and in some places more stores like. Tupelo or even Jackson to come. Um, well, that's we have, exciting. We have uh, we have a we have a lot of plans, and we don't plan on slowing down. So, well, the fourth generation better be growing up <laughs> on the showroom and the warehouse floor to sort of take it over. But you bring up something interesting because you know I had in my notes to at least ask about the pandemic, which we all know that's kind of a want 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 story for so many small businesses. But it feels like at least anything in construction or uh, repair. I mean, I know you had your dip for sure there, whenever. But it feels like everyone started to DIY. Everyone wanted to remodel. Everybody started thinking about all that. Did that help at least maybe not the nuts, bolts, screw side, but some of this, the, the power tool side or the other side of your business? Yeah, I would say so. We shut down for a, about a month, I guess, walk in. 
Um, the nuts and bolts never slow down. Uh, they're mostly going to manufacturers and uh, they don't stop um, the things that our customers make has got to has got to keep going or um, you know it could really cause some some disturbances in the economy. Um, so but the the, the industrial stuff, uh, yeah, I guess we're about a month it slowed down, but and then it picked up. I remember I was we were trying to get set up with a, a certain brand named Shovel, and uh, I called the guy to try to get set up um, with an open account so we can bring in shovels. And he said, "Yeah, I'll set you up with an account, but it's going to be a year before you ever see a shovel." <laughs> so <laughs> we had to go a different route there. So uh, yeah, it's it's pretty crazy what's going on right now. So which um, it definitely has its pros and its cons when it comes to something like that. But Kayla, you know when you're you're looking at the numbers and accounting there. At Ace Bolt and Screw, and you have all the employees and all the staff and your own family. When something like the pandemic hits, I mean, it just takes a takes a little bit more of your breath away than maybe for for other type of people. For sure, um, you know, there was there was about a month that things were scary. Our priority was to keep everyone employed, keep everyone paid. So we, like Blake said, we we kind of shut down, you know, inside traffic for a little bit. Half of each department kind of went and worked from home for a little bit. And, you know, what's a warehouse guy do from home? He can pack screws. You know, it, is that going to pay as much as what he normally makes? No, but we made it work. We kept him paid. We, we kept him paid at his normal rate. We knew we couldn't last forever doing that. But, you know, our goal was to at least make it as long as we could. And thankfully, you know, um, Governor Reeves did a really good job of keeping everything going and keeping everyone as much as possible employed. Well, and I think, too, that just drives home the point where we try to drive home all the time here on Good Things as well as Super Talk, even during the pandemic, which I know it's a weird post still in it. I don't know where we're at. We're, we're, we're out of the tunnel, at least. <laughs> we're seeing light at the end of the day. It feels a little bit more normal than it did last year. But when you take the time to support local businesses, even if it's just for your Father's Day's gifts or going to get your, you know, pine straw from somewhere local or, you know, when you think about bigger purchases like uh, larger tools, that it really has an impact on your local community it has a rippling effect definitely you know your your money staying in mississippi so that's always a good thing um i actually was interviewing some high school kids earlier this week and their dad was even asking me compared to some of the big box stores that sell some of these dewalt makita milwaukee tools all this he goes how do y'all's prices compare i was like actually we we pay attention to their prices. I promise ours are cheaper. So, you know, not only, so at that point, I guess it's a feel-good purchase. Not only are you getting a better price, but you are supporting Mississippians who are employing Mississippians. You know, it's it's all staying here. It's all staying here, and it's going to, you know, employees that are working there for 25, 30, 40 years. You've got the next generation that's sort of coming up who's also sharing with you that, man, They've got ideas for expansion. They're not leaving Mississippi. They're investing in Mississippi. And I think that's pretty cool and, and a really good thing. So we're going to wrap up this Ace Bolt and Screw story for you coming up next here on Good Things.
This show was previously recorded. I'm Dr. Micah Walker, founding physician at NewCareMD. We provide concierge medicine that everyone can afford. We do this by eliminating middlemen and restoring focus on the patient-physician relationship. For a low monthly fee, less than the average cost of a cell phone, you get access to unlimited clinic visits, wholesale medications and labs, and even telehealth. It doesn't take an act of Congress to get affordable health care. Learn more about health care the way it should be at NewCareMD.com. Here's Uncle Cy. What's the biggest bug you've ever seen in your life? Well, that would be me and a bunch of soldiers when we was in Vietnam fighting the war. We run into a herd of oriental cockroaches and they all weighed about 30 pounds. We actually had a firefight with them for about two hours. They was trying to overrun us. If you want the real story about pest control, call Havard Pest Control Incorporated, the professional bug exterminator. The name to trust for over 65 years. At Havard Pest Control, the difference is clear. At Havard Pest Control, their number one goal is customer satisfaction. Havard understands that everyone's pest control needs are different. That's why they offer a wide variety of services to protect your home against all kinds of pest and termite invasions. When it comes to keeping your home and family safe against all kinds of pests, trust Havard. Havard Visit HavardPest.com or call 601-936-0309. 601-936-0309. Are you a hard worker? Are you dependable? Do you have a good attitude? Do you want to be part of a team? If so, the Black Label Bridge Builders at Key Constructors offers lead men and women purpose-driven career opportunities with on-the-job and outside training, leadership development, and benefits. To learn more about what it takes to be a Black Label Bridge Builder, please visit Key's website at keyconstructors.com. Please also follow at Key Constructors on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook to see regular updates on the Black Label Bridge Builders. This is the closing agri-market report. At the close, the North Cotton Exchange, December cotton was down 29, 87.92. March cotton was down 34, 87.73. At the close, the Chicago Board of Trade July soybeans were down 35.5 to 15.08.5 per bushel. August soybeans were down 27.5 to 14.82.5 per bushel. July corn was down 14 and a half to 684 and a half per bushel. September corn was down eight and a half to 629 and three quarters per bushel. At the mercantile, August live cattle was up 147 to 12002. October live cattle was up 157 to 125.77. August feeders up 277 to 151.17. September feeders up 262 to 153.52. And at this hour, the Dow Jones is down 35 points, 34,431. I'm Dixon Williams, and this is the Super Talk Mississippi Agri News Network. Get five star tools for your five star dad with battery power made by steel. From mowers and blowers to trimmers and more, with the AK Homeowner Series starting at $199.99, Dad can get the work done quickly and make more time for what really matters. Shop online at steelusa.com slash gift guide. Pick up at over 10,000 local steel dealers. All prices MSRP includes battery and charger are available at participating dealers. Dad doesn't quit until the job is done. So get him gas-powered tools from steel that can keep up with him. From chainsaws and trimmers to blowers and more, steel has the tools Dad needs. With legendary steel gas-powered equipment starting at $139.99. Shop online at steelusa.com slash gift guide. Pick up at over 10,000 local steel dealers. 
All prices MSRP available participating dealers. Your midday meeting place. The JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays 10 to 1. Here on Super Talk Mississippi. This show was previously recorded. further than visit mississippi.org and plan your mississippi adventure today don't forget you can now get just about every super talk mississippi show on your favorite podcast app so wherever you get podcasts search super talk and you'll get gallo show the jt show good things as well as sports talk mississippi and more but we've got a little bit more to share with you about the ace bolton screw company's uh, story if you haven't heard it i want you to go back and at least listen to this one via podcast form because it's been fun and entertaining we have with us in studio the third generation so the next frontier of ace bolton screw is right here with blake kayla and michael so i want to round out though the fact that you guys don't know a life right without ace bolton screw you when you were born your parents were the kids of the founders of ace bolton screw so it's all kind of that you've known so that's a lot of years kayla so if you're looking back what are some of the more prideful moments knowing what your family has built um one memory specifically that sticks out is thanks to super talk um we do these big radio remotes every year with you guys so y'all were there doing a radio remote and i guess it was the JT show probably that had Delbert Hoseman as a guest. So after he finished up his segment with y'all, um, he, you know, our, my dad, my uncle Mike took him around and showed him. He was like, I've been in Jackson all these years and had no idea y'all were here. So they took him on a tour, showed him everything. And he just, you could tell he was super impressed. So I was walking behind him, snapping pictures every second I got. Um, I thought it was the coolest thing. Our grandfather grew up extremely poor. Um, you know, him and his partner kind of put all their marbles in one basket or whatever. and All their know. bolts. Yeah, there we go. Um, you know, we're kind of, you know, went out on a hope and a dream, hoping the company would work. And there we were, one of Mississippi's top politicians touring you know, our warehouse, our shop. It was it was a cool feeling for sure. For sure. And also the fact that you've just been around for 50, 50 years now. Okay, Blake, you're the baby of the third generation. I'm sure you get treated like that often. But what would be what would be one of the moments that you're like, man, this is pretty cool. My family's done this. Yeah, over the last five, six years, um, we've more than doubled, almost tripled in sales. And, um, you know, my grandfather, he started it and uh, he got it to, you know, to the point to where we could take it to the next level. Um, and we definitely did. Uh, it was kind of like a relay race or something. We, we, we got the baton and we took off with it. And um, so, yeah, that's pretty proud. All right, Michael, throwing you under the bus or the forklift or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> Nobody, no safety first, I know. You know, I, I, dealing with our customers day in and day out, we, we get really good customer reviews. Um, that's, that's a pretty big deal to us. I, um, our customers, we have some great ones, and uh, the feedback we get from them, is uh, I'm pretty prideful on as well. When you think of customer service, though, is that something you even have to, do y'all work at it, or is it just the bar that's been set at Ace Bolt and Screw and everyone lives up to it? It's the bar that's been set. 
Well, sounds like it was probably set by Paul Paul Clark, and right. and then and the sort of the beginning partners. The old saying is, "You're only as good as your service." Which obviously is a testament to 50 years of being a small business, and then the fact that you've had employees. I keep going back to. I mean, you just don't have people who stick around um, places anymore. And Kayla, you're the one that you know. You may not um, have the next generation coming up next, but you're hiring the next generation. So. What do you tell these young guys that are coming in and looking for work? Um, yeah, I actually try to use, whether they know it or not, I try to use Mike and Dino and Don as an example. Um, you know, like like Michael said, they, they didn't know anything about the bolt industry. They were hired as warehouse employees, and, you know, here, here they are retiring at 65. You know, these days not even everybody can do that. So, um, you know, it's just a testament to... If you come in and work hard, you know, you'll you'll succeed at whatever you do in life in general. So let's give people the opportunity to at least come out and see you guys. We keep mentioning the Tupelo location, um, but where is it? Tupelo is off Daybright Drive. Um, it's over by the hospital. Yeah, uh, and Daybright's off Gloucester. And then the Gludstadt location is... Gluckstadt, my best directions for Gluckstadt is right before you get to Camper Corral, you're going to turn left onto um, Hazelton Cove. And then you can add to that, Michael. And then also, if Delbert didn't know where you guys were in Jackson, there's a good chance that some of us don't either. Uh, the Gluckstadt location, you'll, you'll take the Gluckstadt exit. Your second red light on the left will be Distribution Drive. Take a left on Distribution Drive, and you go down a little bit of ways, and you will take a left on Hazleton Cove. The Jackson location is 530 Juline Street, which is right off of South Galveston. And that's the original. Is that the original? That's the original. That's the hub. That is the hub. Well, we've got, we've had so much fun with this, the next generation hub right here on Good Things for Ace Bolton Screw. So, again, make sure that you support your local businesses whenever you can. So, you guys, thank you so much for being here. But you stick with us. We've got more for you coming up next here on Super Talk. You've got Sports Talk Mississippi from 3 to 6 p.m. Rhino and I will be back with you next time at 2. But until then, I hope you all find time for the Good Things. This show was previously recorded. A Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.